You're listening to NGSE Sports Radio. Hear us live on NGSEsports.com where you can get awesome analysis for all things sport. Or check out our podcasts on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, iTunes, TuneIn, and much more. For our latest videos, head to NGSE Sports YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at NGSE Sports and like us on Facebook. NGSC Sports. We never stop. Hi, this is Justin Roberts, and you are listening to Three Count Thursday. Hope you enjoy. You're here. I'm here. We're here. Let's do this! Best there is, the best there was, or the best there ever will be. What it is, is what it is. To be the man, you gotta beat the man. You're fired. What's up, Three Count Thursday fans? This is Bill Neville from the New Age Insiders. Now here's Jim, Ryan, Matt, and intern Mark, your hosts of Three Count Thursday. And that's the bottom line, custom Well, guys, um, I guess I'm by myself tonight. Um, I thought for sure that uh, I thought for sure that Ryan would be in studio with me. I thought for sure that Matt would be on the air on the line with us, and um, you know, uh, I guess I was wrong. I'm here. I'm in the studio. I'm by myself. This is obviously a much different look. I, I, I apologize. I, this is all I have. This is this is what I have to work with. Uh, yes, I'm a winner. Um, Tony, uh, welcome in. Brian, Devin, uh, Chance. Uh, Ryan was the one that caused the problems with, uh, with the winner, Andy Weinberg. So, um, yeah, it's just me. It's just me this week. I'm Jim. Uh, it's three count Thursday. Uh, it's still three count Thursday, whether Ryan's here, whether Matt's on the line, whether intern Mark is in studio or whether it's just me. Um, this is three count Thursday. It's Thursday nights. It's nine thirty Eastern time. Um, it's, it's on our page here. This is, uh, this is three count Thursday. Uh, you can subscribe to our show. You can subscribe to our show by going to iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts, by going to Android, Google Play, Stitcher. Uh, subscribe to us there. Rate and review us if you're on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can also check us out on our home network, NGSCSports.com. Uh, go th- go there. Check out Spreaker, iHeartRadio, and the TuneIn Radio app. Search NGSC for all the great shows on NGSC Sports Radio. Uh, great, great interactions here going so far. Make sure you, uh, if you're watching live on the Facebook video, make sure you like, uh, and to share this video, we would greatly appreciate that. I would love to get a bunch of people in here. Uh, we also stream daily at leibsports.com. That is L E E I B sports.com, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Snapchat, everything, all the links to everything can be found at three count as well as our, uh, Patreon page, our shirts, they are at watermaneuver.net. We have links to those uh, on our uh, website as well, 3CountThursday.com. Uh, we were supposed to have Phantasma X uh, on live with us tonight. 
Uh, we actually recorded an interview with her earlier. Matt did that. Uh, we will be airing that. Uh, you can hear that uh, that interview um, on the audio version. So if you subscribe to our show, you'll be able to hear that interview with Phantasma X. We have some great guests coming up in the month of September, uh, the rest of September, and in, uh, into October. Make sure you go to 3 com for all of those. Uh, so, guys, um, obviously it's just me. There's no Ryan. Uh, for those who uh, haven't been keeping up, uh, there was a situation at Legacy Wrestling on Saturday. We were presenting Andy Weinberg, the winner Andy Weinberg, as you see my uh, winner's shirt here. We were presenting him with one of these. It is the, uh, sorry, I'm working with a, with a different camera setup. 2017 Podcast of the Year. We are presenting him with one of these trophies. On Thursday, on a Saturday at Legacy Wrestling. And uh, Ryan chose to uh, continue to insult the winner, Andy Weinberg, and got some milk poured on. Matt and I, who have warned him for weeks and weeks and weeks leading up to this, um, we told Ryan that there would be consequences if he showed up, if he continued calling Andy Weinberg a Fruit Loop, um, and all of that. So, Ryan got milk poured on him. Ryan didn't react well to that. Uh, he got upset. He released a statement saying that he wouldn't be on the show this week. Uh, I told him that, uh, you know, he, he should think long and hard about that decision. And uh, he's not here. He's not here this week. Uh, I'm not happy about it. I'm also not happy about the fact that uh, he chose to run to, uh, yes, Chance, Ryan is a Fruit Loop. I'm also not happy about the fact that Ryan chose to run to the Perfect Podcast and uh, co-host or guest or whatever. I mean, obviously he didn't host it because, you know, I'm the host here and uh, Ryan doesn't host a show. But he chose to to run to the fir- the perfect podcast. That was the first place uh, that he went. And I'll give you a little clip. This is a clip of Ryan on the on the perfect podcast this week. Um, so let me play that for you now. Uh, again, he ran there instead of us. <laughs> Now that that first that first one the first person that you heard that was Ryan, of course. Uh, the second one was their host, uh, Jason, the perfect donor Smith. Uh, I'm not happy about Ryan uh, going and running to the perfect podcast, uh, and that that was the first place that he went. Um, he said he was hurt because we didn't back him, Matt. And myself, we didn't back him on uh, on Saturday at Legacy Wrestling. Well, he hasn't backed me uh, in my battle with uh, Jace the Perfect Owner Smith over the last countless number of months and against the Perfect Podcast. Ryan's thought it's been amusing. Ryan's thought that, uh, you know, maybe I went too far. Maybe I should just, you know, cater to the Perfect Podcast and cater to Jason the Perfect Owner Smith. Well, 
Uh, I don't. I didn't do that. I'm not. I'm, that's not the type of person that I am. Uh, but now Ryan's upset that that we sided with the winner, Andy Weinberg, even though we warned him for weeks uh, not to not to make him angry. So, uh, and Ryan could have gone anywhere. He could have come on this show. He could have gone on this page from from his from his home from apparently the beach. He says he's at the beach. Um, he could have went anywhere, and he chose to run to them. Um, and, and I mean, I'm done speaking about the perfect podcast and their overwhelming number of inaccuracies this week that, you know, that, that, that's another place in another time. Those guys, um, yeah, those guys are, they are their own monster in their own way. So, uh, I'm done talking about the perfect podcast. Um, now Ryan's not here, uh, Yes, Chris, uh, Ryan has had enough. We found out Ryan isn't a winner. Yeah, he's not a winner. Give a like if you're a winner. Like the winner, Andy Weinberg. The Podcast of the Year award winner, Andy Weinberg. And Three Count Thursday. Now, Ryan's not here. Clearly, he's not here. I'm here by myself tonight in studio. Uh, Matt's not even on, on the air. Matt's distraught. I'm distraught. I'm disturbed. Um, You know, I really am. Uh, I thought Ryan would be better. I thought Ryan would know better. Um, but I'm hurt. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm upset, um, that he's not here. I mean, he and I have been best friends for a long time. Matt, we've all been friends. Well, you know, the story with us, we're, we're lifelong friends and, um, you know, it hurts. It sucks. It sucks that he's not here and, um, that, that we have to go through this, but look, three count Thursday has been around for over three years, and we're not going anywhere. Uh, we are going to continue to be around, and myself, and Matt, and intern Mark will be will continue to be around, uh, and we hope that Ryan will be around. Uh, we hope that he will come to his senses, and come next week we'll. Uh, you know, we'll be here and uh, and be with us. Uh, looks like we might be having some uh, some audio problems. Uh, I apologize for that. Um, let me see if I can. Uh, let me try and I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna close this Facebook video and I'm gonna uh, switch to another one. So just stay tuned to the page and uh, I'm gonna get another. Uh, I'm gonna get a different video set up. So please uh, stick with me here. So for those that are listening to the audio, just ignore <laughs> ignore this for the minute. Um, yeah, I, I think this is probably Ryan's fault. So I'm going to try and get the uh, get the video going. And I know dead air is the worst thing, so I apologize. But again, I'm by, I'm by myself here. This is uh, unexpected, and I don't like it. And, you know, I'm disappointed in Ryan. I'm disappointed in everything that uh, that has happened here. And we're, uh, we're going to get rolling here. So we are back and live again. I apologize for, uh, for the situation that, uh, that came up with the with the uh with the audio there it was uh out of my control a little bit but we should be back and we should be live 
Uh, if you are tuned in live, make sure you are, uh, you know, interacting with the show, with the page. Uh, looks like Devin is in. And, and uh, I, again, I apologize, folks. Uh, a little different setup tonight with, uh, with Ryan not here. Uh, a lot of problems, I guess, since Ryan's not here. So make sure you are, uh, you're interacting with me and, uh, and I hope that we are, hope that we're working now and I'm, uh, I'm going to be talking a few things first and foremost, um, you know, away from obviously what's going on with us. Thank you, Chance. Uh, I, I, again, we apologize for the, for the audio issues on the, uh, on the first broadcast there, uh, this week, um, Bobby the Brain Heenan passed away. Um, I think, in in my opinion, the uh, the greatest manager uh, in in the history of the business. Um, Bobby the Brain Heenan, Heenan, as I was growing up, was was truly um, one of a kind. Uh, the, the, so many, the, there's there's like a lot of there's a lot of moments, and and if you have any uh, moments. Uh, that you remember from uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan, uh, post them in the comments here. Post them in the comments on the live video. And um, no, uh, no, Brian, there was no Fruit Loops jammed in the equipment. I, I, I figure maybe Ryan uh, found a way to to screw up our, our audio tonight. I mean, maybe he wants to sabotage everything because, you know, he's not here. So, you know, maybe maybe this was all part of his plan. Um Bobby the Brain Heenan was just, I mean, absolutely one of a kind. Quick wit and, um, you know, made you hate him. I, I remember as a kid just absolutely hating uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan and wanting nothing to do with him. And I think that that's probably ultimately, obviously, what, what he wanted as, as, a, a heel manager um, and 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 a heel individual, Bobby the Brain Heenan uh, was was truly the best. Uh, Sean Ryan's not here. Um, I, I said, uh, uh, let me recap uh, from from the from the earlier video that we had um, some audio issues with. Uh, Ryan's not here uh, as a result of uh, everything that happened this past Saturday at Legacy Wrestling. Um, he said he wasn't going to be here. I thought that uh, I thought that he was was bluffing. I thought that he was just pulling our pulling our leg and and was going to show up here tonight, and that didn't happen. Um, so you know it's 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 uh, disappointing. I'm disappointed in Ryan. I really am. I'm disappointed in Ryan. He should be here. Um, he should be here with us. But, uh, but he's not. And yeah, he was, he, it wasn't just giving Andy Weinberg a hard time chance. Uh, he was disrespectful. He was insulting. He was rude. Um, I mean, any number of, you know, just the worst type of, um, you know, the worst, the worst adjectives you can think of. That's what Ryan was to the winner, the podcast award winner, the 2017 podcast of the year award winner, uh, Andy Weinberg. I'm going to adjust the video here a little bit. Um, 
so you know any thoughts on on legacy right this is going to basically turn into a q a show i'm not going to be here for two hours i'm not going to just talk for two hours but um you know let uh yeah hashtag winning without ryan i like that hashtag andy um and and i i andy welcome into the show uh in the comments here in the live video uh, the winner, Andy Weinberg, 2017 Podcast of the Year Award winner, Andy Weinberg. Um, I got a couple of things on the agenda tonight that I will give some thoughts on from this past week. Uh, again, um, rest in peace, Bobby the Brain Heenan, truly one of the best ever. Um, and this week we are uh, we are we are thinking about him, thinking about his family and friends. Um, how was uh how was legacy Sean legacy was was great I mean we saw Andy Weinberg um we saw Andy Weinberg beat the hell out of facade and uh Danny Moe and and and, and just embarrass them in, in front of the crowd uh Mr. Grimm was Mr. Grimm the new number one contender we have new tag team champions the wild cards uh Mr. Grimm that match AR Fox was fantastic um it was a you know casket match. They ended up turning into a body bag match. Uh, we saw uh, we saw the state representative for the athletic commission, the you know the promoter of the show, um, get his face kicked off when he wasn't going to allow uh, the uh, the casket match to continue. Uh, Brian, Brian, I don't understand why you have to be so disrespectful. If I knew a way to uh to kick you off of this show um and, and from viewing this show uh, right now i i would uh it was not the prize in the bottom of the cereal box this was a presentation of the podcast of the year award and uh you know to to, to call it anything less than that um is uh is absolutely you know distasteful yeah i think he has been drinking it's not quite friday yet brian uh hopefully you don't have to wake up uh for work tomorrow but uh, just a uh, just a few things that uh, that are on the agenda. Again, throw some questions up there. I will uh, I will try and see them and answer them as we can. Um, this past Tuesday on SmackDown Live, uh, Jinder Mahal gave a uh, gave a promo um, uh, that uh, that apparently got people talking. Apparently, got some people offended. Um, and you know, I. I honestly don't don't necessarily see what the whole uh what the whole fuss is about. I don't know if you if you guys all saw the um if you saw the the promo. Yeah, Andy, it is a great shirt. It is the winner's shirt, winner's army right here. Um again, uh question and answers, guys. Uh we're gonna be here maybe maybe an hour, maybe about an hour. I'm not gonna do a full uh two hour show. Uh, but Jinder Mahal this past week, and let me know your thoughts on the uh, on the Jinder Mahal promo because I think a lot of people reacted to it, um, thought it was offensive, thought it was racially insensitive, um, and I think the you know the I guess the big reaction in the crowd um, was when he called Nakamura Mister Miyagi, um, and look. Uh, the the biggest complaint with the, with WWE and and from fans uh is that there's not believable heels anymore that they don't they don't build stars they don't build heels 
Um, there's no distinct heels and faces that they're not edgy enough. People want the attitude era back. And then you get a promo like what Jinder Mahal gave on Tuesday night. And now everybody reacts. Everybody says it's offensive. It's wrong. It's racist. You can't have it both ways. And here's why I have no problem. The WWE has released a statement, but more or less apologizing for the promo from Jinder Mahal. And they, you know, and and, and not necessarily apologizing, but just having to explain themselves that their characters and this and that. Everybody calls, everybody wants to call wrestling fake until something like this happens. And then it's too real for them. Or everybody wants to say that the WWE is too soft. They don't create heels. They don't want to get heat until something like this happens. And then nobody wants heat anymore. You know, <laughs> great comment, Andy. Um, they released the statement. It was through the Washington Post, Chris. Uh, you can you can find it. I think we, uh, if I remember right, I think we posted it uh, to Twitter today. Uh, that's on uh, on Twitter at Three Count Thursday. I'm not sure if it made it to the Facebook page or not. You know, and everybody and, and and this is this is the one that really cracks me up because everybody goes, "Let's go back to the Attitude Era." Do you remember some a couple of things from the Attitude Era? One of them included X Pac in blackface. Okay, let's go back pre Attitude Era. Let's go back to the early '90s. You had Sergeant Slaughter become an Iraqi sympathizer during the Gulf War. So it's not like something that like Jinder Mahal did on Tuesday night. Is anything new? Is anything different? Is anything out of the norm of what the WWE has done from time to time throughout the course of their history? And we need to remember here that the WWE, SmackDown, Raw, Main event, I think main event's still a thing, 205 Live NXT. These things are television shows. These guys are characters. They they have to generate heat. They have to get people to love or hate them. Okay? Uh, Jerry the King Lawler throwing out language as well. Yeah, guys, guys did it for years. Go back to one of the most talked about and most... Loved segments in the WWF's history, WWE's history, is the Piper's Pit when Roddy Piper, you know, smashed the coconut up against uh, Jimmy Snooker's head. Go back and watch that again. Go back and watch that moment. Tell me there's not racially insensitive moments throughout that one. Okay? So, the WWE did something you know, offensive, borderline offensive, or that it offended people, that it went too far. I've, I've, I've thought that we would never get back to the attitude era and we won't, this isn't, this isn't the attitude era. Um, but that the, the fact that people are getting so offended by the, the, by the WWE's attempt to, get heat, more heat for Jinder Mahal, it, it, it's laughable to me. Uh, Adam says it wasn't racist. It was pretty dumb and bad. Uh, it was, it was a, I thought it was a terrible segment. 
um, like a lot of genders promo segments are. And I find that more just because of I, I, don't, I still don't know what's wrong with his voice. Very, it's like very raspy. It's like he can ne- he can never really talk with a lot of force. And I feel like that's a bad presentation, um, especially from your from your WWE champion. Um, but the 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 overwhelming number of people that were just getting offended by it um really does crack me up and and just once again it's it's the kind of hypocrisy of of the of the fan base you want realism but then you get it and you hate it you want heels but when somebody does something that that truly is hateful and of a heel nature um you know it you, then it's offensive uh brian says i got to go marty's playland on the phone uh ryan just pulled a muscle at the ski ball machines and uh i guess he put me down as a murder well you go have fun with ryan brian um because uh it looks oh it looks like ryan has joined in on the video well welcome ryan uh empty studio tonight and um you know, I'm, it's, this isn't okay. This isn't right. I'm not happy about it. And um, yeah, I'll just leave it at that with you, Ryan. Uh, chances, I'm sorry, Jinder needs to go. Um, I, I was in favor of, of Jinder Mahal's uh, title run when, when he first got the title. Uh, I, I think it's gone on a little too long. Um it's uh it's it's not it's not getting the reaction anymore that it did when it when it first happened um so i think it's kind of worn uh, worn out it's welcome just a little bit um so yeah uh, guys questions uh, on the facebook live video throw them up there anything anything uh relating to this past week anything uh you know wrestling related that uh, that you want my thoughts on we're going to be here just a little bit longer uh, again, I, I'm I'm here by myself. I I was fully prepared to do a normal um, three count Thursday episode, and uh, and uh, here we are. Here, I, like I'm by myself. Uh, you know, Matt's uh, Matt's not with me. Um, you know, I think intern Mark's uh, m- might be tuning in, but uh, we're all a little distraught here because we thought Ryan was um, just. We thought he was just saying that he was angry and that he was not going to be here we thought it was all for show and clearly he's not here so um you know I'm pissed I'm not happy about it and um but we're going to regroup and that's what I said that we had an earlier video that the there was having some audio problems um three count Thursday is going to continue um Ryan can I guess go have fun on whatever uh whatever podcast he wants um but uh but you know we're gonna continue we hope he comes to his senses uh chris says out of 10 what would you score legacy's last show uh i would put it around a seven um chris legacy uh prime one was was incredible from top to bottom it, it was really one of the best shows uh i've ever seen um you know this show there there were some things that uh, I thoroughly enjoyed some things I thought just, you know, just didn't hit the mark. And, and um, you know, I, that can happen from time to time. Um, you know, I know I was talking to a couple of the guys on the show. Of course, we were calling the action this week um, for the upcoming DVD. So 
Um, I, I think it might have had an had an impact on the way I viewed the show. Um, so, but uh, you know, so because I was in a little bit of a different different mode, different different viewpoint on it. So, you know, I'd put it around a seven, but, you know, I talked to some of the guys after and there was just a couple of things that, um, you know, maybe didn't hit the market as well as they wanted it to, but that can happen from time to time. Uh, Andy says, Adam Lavelle could fill in for Ryan, but don't piss him off. Uh, the last guy he was pissed at is in prison. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to touch that one any further. I like my seat here, uh, in the studio. Uh, Mark says, Ryan, there's no use crying over spilled milk. Well done, intern Mark. Uh, Mark also rates it a seven. Chris is probably one of the best shows he's ever seen. Uh, Devin, my favorite match of all time uh, is is absolutely it has been, uh, and and at least will be until something knocks it off the perch. Is uh, the Iron Man match between Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania twelve? Um, again, admittedly, I'm a, I'm a huge Hart Mark. I'm a huge Bret Hart Mark. Uh, I've been my fa- favorite wrestler. Um, since I was about four years old, and uh, that match I absolutely loved. I love the story that they told. You know, kind of the 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 old established versus the you know the the new up and comer. Um, and even though Brett lost, it was still I think one of the best matches of all time. Keep getting the questions out there, guys. Like and share the uh, video. Um, Mark uh, Ar Fox, Mr. Groom is great. Uh, Andy Weinberg versus Facade stole the show. I mean. It's uh, it's it's definitely probably the most talked about um, moment from that show. Um, whether you think it was good, whether you think it was bad, what have you, um, it, it was definitely the most talked about moment on that show. Um, but yeah, Legacy Wrestling again always uh, always seemed to deliver. Uh, what indie wrestler do you want to see Legacy bring in? I would love to see Teddy Hart. Um, you know, it, it seems like maybe some of the craziness in Teddy Hart's life um, has, has settled down a little bit. Uh, I know he's been at a um, couple of hybrid shows, I believe, where he's at, he has that one, up one coming up here in October uh, down in Eddystone, PA. Uh, so I'd love to see Teddy Hart there. Um, I'd love to see him bring Joey Janela back. I know he was there for the first show, um, and, and Joey's really been making a lot of waves um, in, in the stuff that he's been doing over, over the past, uh, you know, what, you know, eight to 12 months. Um, so that, that would be pretty exciting. Um, you know, there's plenty off the top of my head. Those are the two that jump into the top of my head. Uh, Chris, great question, you know, and, and, um, you know, we try and have somewhat of an open dialogue with, uh, you know, with, with the, with the folks there at legacy. So, you know, maybe, uh, maybe at least my dream could come true. Uh, here at, at uh, some upcoming shows, um, getting ready coming in, coming up on the end of the month here, uh, going into October, we have the great uh, Pro Wrestling Empire Clash of the Titans two event coming up one month from tonight. Uh, we have a great lineup of shows that we're either going to be at or that we are going to uh, be kind of promoting or endorsing. Uh, those are uh, on our uh, website threecountthursday.com. Oh, apparently Ryan's taking over the comments now. Well, it's good uh, good to see that you are still part of Three Count Thursday, Ryan. Uh, I wasn't sure after what you did on Tuesday night. Um, but, uh, you know, that's cool. That's cool. Run over there uh, and, and do that. Uh, yeah, I'm glad the audio got fixed as well. I, I guess if, uh, 
you know, if we would have had the full team here, I wouldn't have had to scramble uh, up until the very end. But hey, I'm just uh, I'm just a simple guy. Sorry, I got to get a drink of water too because uh, I'm the only one here in studio this week, Ryan. So uh, whatever you're doing this weekend, I, I hope you're having fun. <clears throat> you know, not uh, you know not being part of uh, being part of the show. Uh, I saw Ryan apparently saw Andy Weinberg at the beach today. I assume there's going to be some insulting joke about it. Uh, Adam Ryan demands a rap song entry to the show. Uh, we don't do raps here, Adam. Uh, that's just, uh, that's something we don't do. Yeah. Yes, Ryan, I am the host. Um, but, uh, when I expected to have, you know, the normal team in studio and then it doesn't happen, uh, I kind of have to adjust a little bit because I, I thought we were a team, but I guess, uh, you know, I guess you're, you weren't part of it or aren't part of it this week. So, uh, you know, things happen, but we have a better audio on this video and, uh, we're there. Uh, Adam didn't need a drink during the show. Well, he, I wouldn't know if he did or not. He, cause they edit theirs and, uh, there was also had more than one person talking. So, uh, I, 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 you know, I'm not even gonna apologize. So I'm going to talk about no mercy. I have the PW, uh, scorecard here. Uh, again, we tweeted that out. Also put it on our, uh, also put on our Facebook page. So you can follow them at PW scorecards, both on Facebook and uh, Twitter. I'm not crying. I'm just explaining a, a, a situation. Um, and yeah, I think Adam Lavelle probably does drink a bit there, Andy. So, uh, you know that that wouldn't surprise me in uh, in the slightest. So I'm going to go over the uh, over the matches and my picks for the for the show. The first one is Intercontinental Championship: The Miz with the Miz Taraj and Maurice versus Jason Jordan. Your match extras: Pin submission, countout, or DQ, uh, outside interference, or distraction. I have the Miz winning uh, via pinfall with uh, with outside interference uh, or distraction. Cruiserweight Championship: Neville versus Enzo Amore. Um, the match extras, pin smish, countout, or DQ. Enzo's pre-match promo length, plus or minus one minute. Number of aerial moves, plus or minus one. And is the match longer than 10 minutes, bell to bell. Enzo winning by a pinfall, three um, minutes pre-show, pre-match promo length, four aerial moves. And uh, no, the match is not longer than 10 minutes. Singles match, Bray Wyatt versus Finn Balor, pin submission, Countout or DQ and number of finishers. I have Bray Wyatt winning. Uh, and the reason I have Bray Wyatt winning is because the match really doesn't mean anything. So uh, that would mean that uh, that would that would mean that uh, the WWE has no problem with winning. I have him winning by DQ number of finishers. Uh, Adam, I'm not happy uh, about the, the pick for Enzo Amore picking up the Cruiserweight Championship. I just feel like it's the thing that's going to happen. Uh, I do not want him as the cruiserweight champion. I never want him as the cruiserweight champion. The only title that I ever want to see him with would be a tag team title uh, if he and Cass get back together. But that would obviously be uh, at, at least probably close to a year down the road uh, as Cass is still recovering from that uh, from the pretty serious knee injury. I'm not even saying I want them back together and them winning titles, but that would be the only one that I would want Enzo Amore with. He should absolutely not get the Cruiserweight Championship. He doesn't deserve it. Um, there is too much talent on that roster. 
for it to go to Enzo Amore. Uh, again, guys, questions in the comments. Uh, I'll answer questions once I get through the uh, the No Mercy card. I'm probably not going to be with you much longer. Again, here by myself this week, Ryan uh, taking the week off because of the events that uh, that transpired at Legacy Wrestling. If you want to see that, the video is on our Facebook page. Um, you know, it's been the buzz the last couple of days, so make sure you check that out. Uh, tag, Raw Tag Team Championship match, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose versus Cesaro and Sheamus. Um, this is the match for who should probably have a tag team name instead of just their names. But anyway, match extras, pin, submission, countout, or DQ. Who makes the fall? Who takes the fall? And uh, the number of Cesaro swings rotations plus or minus one i have rollins and ambrose picking up the win via pinfall with rollins pinning cesaro and six rotations in the cesaro swing um yes Devin, i agree with you uh took it too far by going on the perfect podcast and um yeah that just uh completely completely inappropriate i i again i we didn't get it on this video because um because of the audio problem so I'm going to I'm going to pull up the audio one more time of uh of Ryan on the perfect podcast from uh, this past week That's uh, that's Ryan and and uh, Jason, the perfect donor Smith, going back and forth uh, this week with each other on the uh, the perfect podcast. I I, I didn't get to a, a point in the show um, uh, with Adam Lavelle, so uh, so yeah. But, but that was uh, that was a little just a brief little clip there of uh, of Ryan talking to JPO women's uh, fatal four or fatal five way uh, match for the. Raw Women's Championship, Alexa Bliss defending against Sasha Banks, Bailey, Nia Jax, and Emma. Uh, match extras on this one. Pin or submission, who takes the fall? First superstar to attempt a pin, and are there weapons used? I have Nia Jax picking up the win via pinfall, pinning Alexa Bliss. Emma being the first to attempt a pin, and yes, uh, two weapons used. Ryan, I, I would expect that they would have... Um, record-breaking numbers on the perfect podcast this week because they actually uh, have a member of a podcast that has won an award and actually has a physical award uh, to prove it so that uh, that wouldn't surprise me in one bit if they're having record uh, record podcast uh, downloads and numbers this week uh, singles match big match John versus Roman reigns match extras pin submission countout or DQ number of finishers Number of Superman punches. Both of those are plus and minus one. I have Roman Reigns picking up the win via pinfall. Five finishers in the match and also five Superman punches. And in the main event, uh, we have the Universal Championship match. Brock Lesnar um, taking on Braun Strowman. The challenger Braun Strowman coming in. Match extras on this one. Pin submission countout or DQ. Number of finishers. Number of German suplexes uh, and fight any time before or after the match. I have Braun Strowman picking up the win via pinfall, becoming the new Universal Champion. Uh, do I totally believe this is going to happen? No. Uh, this is a little bit of hopeful optimism on my part because th this is the 
uh, result that I think should happen. I think Braun Strowman should be walking out your universal champion. Um, three finishers, uh, five German suplexes, both those again, plus or minus one, and no fight before or after the match, guys. Uh, last chance to get some comments uh, and questions in on the uh, Facebook live video. We're going to be wrapping it up here, or I shouldn't say we. I am going to be wrapping it up here in uh, in just a minute or so uh, after this uh, No Mercy prediction. Um, event extras, again, you can get this scorecard, fill out one of your own. Uh, no official contest from us this time. Um, it's because of all the craziness uh, that has been going on. But uh, but you can uh, just uh, fill one out, and we will post our uh, our results, and you can see how you do against our results uh, this Sunday. Again, uh, from the Staples Center in Los Angeles uh, on the WWE Network, it is no mercy. The event extras on the score sheet is uh, announced table destruction. Draw X over tables to be destroyed. Circle ones that won't be. I have the English one not getting destroyed. Uh, Spanish and other being destroyed in unscheduled appearances. Five points for each correct name. Uh, they must be... Uh, they must be no authority figures, trainers, referees, or announcers, and it must be live, not recorded. Uh, I have Asuka, Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy, uh, and Anderson and Gallows. Those are my five. Adam says, if WWE died tomorrow besides indie wrestling, what would you watch? Uh, I would continue to watch uh, Impact Wrestling. I would continue to watch uh, Ring of Honor. Um, I would probably invest in uh, New Japan World. Um, and, and at least one other, um, of the online networks, be it, uh, what, uh, the, the flow slam thing or, uh, the high spots network, something like that. And, and, and just, um, ingrain myself a little bit more with, with indie wrestling and, and, and watch more of the like live events and, and current events, uh, from new Japan. I, I do catch, uh, I, I've caught the, the access stuff. I haven't caught one in a while. Um, but I, I, you know, I watched the, the, the event from, from California, the live event a few months back and, um, you know, so I, I would find things to watch, um, and, and ingrain myself in, in one of those a little bit more, um, that if, uh, if WWE, uh, died tomorrow, uh, which obviously hope does not happen and I don't think it will, uh, Devin says, what event would you go to from the past? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I would probably check out and uh, and go to WrestleMania 10. It's one of my favorite WrestleManias, the 10th anniversary. Um, and you had the uh, you had the Brett and Owen match, which is one of my favorite um, WrestleMania and and just playing out matches of all time. And uh, it had Bret Hart. Um, winning the uh winning the wwf title uh at the end of the night so uh I, if i could go to one event from the past it would be that one uh the other one devin that came into my mind would be the bash at the beach uh in 96 when hogan um when uh when hogan turned on uh wcw and joined the nwo it was the first um it was the first and only wcw pay-per-view i ever uh, I ever got on pay-per-view to be hundred percent honest. And it, it, uh, it fell around my birthday. I got it for my birthday because I, I was ingrained, um, ingrained on the, uh, what was going on. 
Um, Michael says, uh, if you could see one wrestler from the past wrestle again, who would it be? Uh, I, obviously, the the obvious answer would be Bret Hart. Um, but I'm going to give you one extra, and uh, and I would and I would say, um, Mr. Perfect. I think Kurt Hennig was one of the absolute best, uh, best ever, and and loved it. Uh, Jared, which which door are you speaking of? The one uh, over this shoulder, or the one over this shoulder? The one by my left hand there. Um, the one over this shoulder would actually be a, a basement door. This one is a uh, is like a pantry closet. Um, Ryan in the comments as three count Thursday um, asks, "What is my favorite breakfast cereal?" My favorite breakfast cereal uh, is Honey Bunches of Oats with almonds. Um, it is not uh, what you want me to say, Ryan. I will not say that because that is insulting to the winner, Andy Weinberg. And I will not insult um, the winner, Andy Weinberg. The uh, the oval mirror, uh, Nick is uh, is still there, uh, and uh, it is just not in the uh, in the shot frame tonight because uh, I centered myself a little more because I have no co-host. Because um, Ryan, much like Stone Cold Steve Austin back uh, in the day, uh, got a little upset, pouted a little bit, and. Uh, Took his ball and went home. Uh, Mike, yeah, the Cowboys suck, or at least they did this past Sunday anyway. Uh, I, I hate their coaching. I do, do not like Jason Garrett. Um, do not like Jason Garrett one bit. Um, I don't think Dak Prescott sucks, Mike. Um, I, I think this past week was just kind of the wheels falling off a little bit. And um, I, I, I'm interested to see how they react to it. Um, this coming Monday against the Arizona Cardinals. Again, guys, I, I went over the uh, PW scorecards. You can find that at PW scorecards. Um, Wegman sucks too. Mike, now you're just lying, and I don't appreciate you lying. Um, good to see you back, though. PBR pod, guys. A uh, little shout-out here uh, to, to Mike and the crew at uh at pbr podcast if you have not checked them out and not subscribed make sure you do that love those guys um i'm happy they're back the new season has begun um so pbr pod is uh is back for the uh for the season right mike i guess uh, i guess you're back for the year um guys that's gonna do it i'm gonna wrap it up here uh again no ryan this week so it is a shortened episode um I absolutely expect Ryan to be back here next week. I know I expected him here today, um, and it didn't happen, much to my disappointment. But, uh, you know, we're going to press on, and we're going to be back at full strength. Um, To hear our interview with Phantasma X, go to the audio version of this. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe on Android, on Stitcher, on Google Play. Uh, and you'll be able to catch it there. It's going to come at the end of this one. Uh, make sure you go to 3CountThursday.com. That is the home of everything. You can find our shirts there from whatamaneuver.net. You can also check out our Patreon page. All of our social media shows we're either going to be at or endorse are there. You can find from the desk of intern Mark. Uh, Michael, uh, everything is going to work out. Um yeah, Ryan, you're right. If anything is going to bring us back together, it's Wegmans. We might have to make an emergency trip before next week. Brett, I'm not going to cry. The wheels have not fallen apart. Uh, 
we are fine. We are going to be fine. We're going to press on. But again, tune to us next week. Live back here on Facebook Live Thursday night, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Appreciate the thumbs up, everybody. Uh, we Thank you for all of the questions. Uh, follow us along on social media. We'll be back here. Make sure you head to 3CountThursday.com each and every day. There's stuff being uploaded all the time. Until then, guys, uh, we will talk to you next week. Have fun, stay safe, and go for the pin. Guys, Jim here, Three Count Thursday. Again, thank you for listening uh, to the uh, the first part of the podcast here tonight. Apologize for some of the little glitchy moments, uh, a little out of sorts tonight uh, on, on the video end, the live broadcast end, but we uh, we appreciate you sticking with us. Stay tuned here for our interview with Phantasma X. Thank you to Matt for, for uh, recording this a little bit earlier on the day on Thursday. Make sure you follow her and us on social media. You can find all of our links. Uh, at thecountthursday.com and you can hear all of her information about where to follow her and her career as part of this interview. So thank you again for tuning into the show. I greatly appreciate it. After these messages, we'll be right back. You're listening to NGSE Sports Radio. Hear us live on ngsesports.com where you can get awesome analysis for all things sport. Or check out our podcasts on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, iTunes, TuneIn, and much more. For our latest videos, head to NGSC Sports YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at NGSC Sports and like us on Facebook. NGSC Sports. We never stop. This is Matt from Three Count Thursday. We are pleased today to be joined by the one and only Fantasma Ekis. How are you doing tonight? I am very good. How are you? I'm doing well. We're very happy that you could join us. Uh, not always easy to coordinate with East Coast and West Coast, but we made it work, and we're thrilled about it. So thank you again. No problem. Thank you for having me. All right, so the first question we always like to ask is just to get some general background information. Um, you know, were you a fan of wrestling growing up, or was it later on that you got into it? And then who were some wrestlers who kind of influenced you, made you become a fan, and that kind of thing? Well, my parents had got me into wrestling as pretty much long ago as I can remember, so I've pretty much always been a fan. And I always loved watching Lita and Trish growing up, and Mysterio and Psychosis were always my favorites as well. All right, so then are there some ways that you try to um, emulate these wrestlers while you're in the ring? I definitely like how Lita was always like very technical but could also do high flying, so I try to emulate her in that sense. And I just loved how Lucha always looked, so that's why I got training in Lucha before American. 
Gotcha. All right, now let's kind of talk about that training. Um, you know, you decided to get into the world of pro wrestling. So what steps did you take? Did you, like, how did you go about finding your trainer? Was there a specific school that you wanted to go to, or did you just kind of base it on where you were in the world? Well, at the time, there was only one training school near me, and it was about an hour away, but it was Lucha Libre Volcanica near Renton, which is outside of Seattle, and that was, at the time, the only place in the area. There's a few more now, but at the time, that was pretty much my only option, but I stuck with it for a few years, and I still love it. That's pretty much how I got into training myself. I started training when I was 13. Gotcha. So um, how did the training go for you? I know it's very different for everyone. Did you, like, were there things that you struggled with? Were there certain things that just came naturally to you? Uh, It was definitely pretty difficult at first for me just because I've never done any form of wrestling. But I played sports a lot growing up, so I had, like, the athletic ability for them, but it was just completely different than anything else. So that was probably my biggest challenge was getting used to everything wrestling related all right and then is there anything you remember specifically from training that stands out as like this is the most important thing that i learned while i was doing this i got a concussion like my first three or four months so after Uh, that i haven't forgotten to tuck my chin (laughs) (laughs) gotcha yeah that'll do it (laughs) all right so you Right. So you said you uh, wrestle up in Seattle, primarily in the Northwest. Um, I personally haven't been out to the Northwest in, in attending wrestling shows. So I'm, I'm always curious when I talk to people that wrestle in different parts of the country and in the world, like what, what are the crowds like in the Pacific Northwest? They love wrestling like more than anything. Their fans are very devoted to wrestling for sure. And I've always noticed that about them. They will back you up if you're a rookie or that, like, they just love wrestling in general. And that's what I love about wrestling over here so much. So is there, like, a, a type of fan base that you could compare them to? Like, down in Mexico, they're, like, fanatical about it. And then when you watch, like, Japanese wrestling, the fans just kind of sit in silence and appreciate it. And then in Philly, where where I'm from, it's just, kind of like a madhouse where the fans almost become a part of the show. So what what is it like in the Northwest in terms of that? Um, well, in Seattle, they definitely become part of the show very easily. And then more so in, like, Canada or Oregon, other places I wrestled, they're pretty much, they're into it, but they're not, like, quite part of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I do know that... Right, Sorry, what's that? So I do know that uh, wrestling is big on the West Coast, um, especially down in California with the close proximity to Mexico. So how far at this point have your travels extended? I know you said up into Canada and then down into Oregon. Have you made it down into California as well? Um, unfortunately, I haven't. I would love to. I've seen some shows there, but I haven't ever actually gotten to wrestle there yet, but it's on my list of areas I'd like to go. The furthest I've been, though, is British Columbia area. Okay, yeah, that's, it's definitely a, 
I see a lot of uh, event posters for out that way. I would love to travel to the out west. So I'm kind of jealous that you you've been to the shows out that way. I think it would be fairly different to be a part of that. Really is. All right. So getting into who you are as the wrestler, as Phantasma Equis, um, you do wrestle as a masked wrestler, something very common in the lucha style of wrestling, which you said you trained in. So did you know going into your career that this was something that you wanted to do, like the mask was going to be part of who you are as a wrestler? Yeah, definitely I did because I really, I always read up on other luchadors and how they like wearing a mask because it can, it's not only part of their gimmick, but it separates them from wrestling to their personal lives. And I always wanted a little bit of a separation, so I always wanted a mask for sure. But sometimes I wrestle without it under a different gimmick, but I do prefer to wrestle with a mask. It's probably my favorite gimmick to wrestle under. Awesome. So then how did you go about designing a mask? Like how much input did you have in the finished product of what you're wearing now? I designed my mask entirely. Um, Right around the time I started training, my best friend's mom had passed away from breast cancer, so that's why I chose the pink and black, and that's why I have the ribbon. Mm -hmm. Um, And the guy who made my mask was also able to get the date on there, too, so... He incorporated that on his own, but it's mainly it was me designing it. Oh, awesome. That's, I'm always curious the backstory of, of the different masks because it is part of who you are in and out of the ring, so that's, that's a cool story mm-hmm. to hear. Okay. So then to go a little bit further than just the mask, how did the creation of Phantasma Equis come to be? Like how different would you say Phantasma is in the ring versus who you are outside of it, or maybe even, like you said, the other gimmicks that you wrestle as? Phantasma is primarily a heel, and I feel like real life I'm kind of both heel and face-ish, but definitely more of a face, so that's kind of the only difference. But, like, Gimmick-wise, I don't think she's that different from my other gimmicks. You know, she's just kind of... The only difference is the mask and the working style. But there's not really any differences aside from just being under a mask. But I do prefer it majority of the time over being maskless. Okay, I was actually going to ask that. So with the mask does that give you kind of an added level of comfort in the ring or even with dealing with the fans because you said you're a heel it does because there was one show i worked unmasked and was a heel and after the show fans were still throwing stuff at me so (laughs) i definitely prefer to wear a mask if i'm going to be a heel that way after the show i can go out without being death threatened (laughs) Right. Do you have a preference in terms of wrestling as a face or as a heel? I feel like heel's easier for me because it just kind of comes natural, but every once in a while it is pretty fun to be a face. Okay, so then the main reason that I reached out to you 
a few months ago, um, in order to have you on the show, was I told you I wanted to be you to be a part of this Hispanic Heritage Month project that I'm doing for Three Count Thursday. Um, I know how important wrestling is, um, not just to me and my family, you know, the Mexican culture in general, but to like Hispanics just overall. So what does it mean to you to be a part of this industry? Um, you know, wrestling is very well respected in a lot of Hispanic cultures. And that's what I love about it is that's just where you get the most respect. And that's why I definitely chose Lucha because it's, you just get way more respect as a luchador than an American wrestler. I've noticed at least the shows that I've worked, if it's a lucha show and I just noticed that like over in the U.S., wrestling, it's fairly popular, but it's not the most popular. And then in any Hispanic countries or Spanish countries at all, it's just, it's one of the top things that people are into. And that's primarily why I got into it. Just more people understand it than they do here. Right. So another question that I'd like to ask along with this is, um, are there any ways that you try to pay tribute to your heritage, um, not just in your wrestling style, obviously you're doing the leisure style, but um, in any other way, be it the way you enter the ring, ring gear, anything like that. Um, have you found ways to kind of push who you are um, in that way? I mean, even working unmasked, I like to wrestle lucha style just because I think it does pay tribute, but also, I just feel like representing luchadors in general, even on an American show, does pay tribute, and that's just kind of my personal way, is no matter what kind of show I work, I prefer to be brought up as a luchador than just a wrestler. Mm-hmm. But there's not really any other ways I pay tribute, but I do just try to do my best to represent lucha well, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I think you're doing a fantastic job. Um, from what I've seen, I haven't obviously seen you live in person, but I have seen some of your uh, stuff on the Internet. Um, you do wrestle many different styles as part of your career so far, including some intergender stuff. And we've had some women on in the past on the show who have said that women's wrestling isn't necessarily big in their area. So if you aren't wrestling intergender, they might not have a woman for you to wrestle and you might not be on the card. So has this been kind of your experience? Oh, definitely. Like I've primarily wrestled guys. I'm, it's not a bad thing. It's just, it is frustrating because I feel like as a woman, you don't get a lot of respect wrestling unless it's a full woman show. Like if they have maybe an intergender match, like you get brought up a little bit, but I feel like women's wrestling isn't respected enough and everyone's trying to build it up, but I have had to wrestle guys. There was, at one point, one of my older promotions I worked for, I was the only girl in the locker room for like six months or so. And it was, it's always fun because you get to learn from other people, but it is frustrating because you want a female to work. Right, yeah, some of the people we've had on have said that um, they'll embrace the intergender wrestling as well because they find they can push themselves a little bit more um, because of the familiarity they get. Like you said, being the only woman in the locker room, there's probably a sense of familiarity with the guys, and it 
would you say that kind of helped you grow as a wrestler, being able to wrestle the people that you know so well? It did, because I feel like it made me stronger, and I've noticed that with a lot of other women that I've worked with that have wrestled guys primarily like I did, because, you know, guys are normally stiffer than girls, so I always notice that when working another female that's worked with a lot of male wrestlers rather than females, they're always stiffer, and I think that's definitely, like, toughens any female wrestler, especially me. Uh, so, and I do like that about it, and it did help me grow an awful lot. A lot of the guys I used to train with actually helped me come up with my current moveset, so they help a lot. Now, as your career progresses and you start to take more bookings, um, who are some names in the indie wrestling world that you would love to face? Like, do you have the bucket list? Um, I know Cody Rhodes kind of made that that dream match list a few months back and then it kind of took off so if you were making a list who are some names that that you would put on yours as I want to wrestle these people I'd love to work with Taylor Hendricks and I wrestled Bambi Hall a couple of times but I would love to work with her again Um, but Taylor Bambi I'd like to work with Kate Carney as well Uh there's a lot I have way too many to list but (laughs) Christina Von Erie too. She's one of my favorites as well. Yeah, that's a that's a great list. Don't feel bad about having too many. I think when we had Casey Spinelli on, she listed pretty much every uh, female wrestler that ever stepped foot in a ring. So <laughs> I don't think we'll ever have any any more than than what she listed. And then not to limit it to just who you're wrestling, but are there any styles of matches that you'd like to eventually try? Um, you know, broadening out into not necessarily into it like a death match, but something along those lines. I'd like to be in a last woman standing match. I think that'd look really nice, of course, like towards the end of the feud or something, but that's on my list. And one day I would like to do a hardcore match, but I'd like it to be with someone I've wrestled with for a really long time so it makes sense. And it would just we'd have good chemistry together in it. Now, you're still pretty early on in your career, but as you continue on your path, um, what are some personal goals that you've set for yourself um, maybe in this, this next year and then five years down the road that you want to achieve in wrestling? In the next year, I would like to go to a new state. It'd be cool to go to another country as well, but I don't, know how well that would work out within a year but that's definitely on my list in a few years to go to more countries and as for a couple years down the line also I would like to just go to a lot more states and go to different training academies around and get as much training and participate in as many seminars as possible well if you're ever on the east coast let us know Uh, three count Thursday would definitely come out and and give you some support Um, in terms of other countries, um, I know there's the major ones, Mexico, Japan, um, the U.K. Are Is there, like, the one country that you're like, this is the one that I want to get to someday? Japan definitely is my number one, but I would love to go to Mexico as well. All right. So now to give you the most generic wrestling question that we 
ask every one of our guests, um, what is your dream match? Um, you can pick your opponent. It can be past or present. You can pick a venue if you have a specific venue in mind. You can pick a style of match. But what what is the, the dream for Fantasma Equis? I would love to work with Lita just because she's kind of the one who inspired me to get into wrestling and to be a woman's wrestler and is the reason I work so hard at like trying to get women's wrestling more known and more respected so any kind of match with her really <laughs> all right great answer I mean it, it there's not many women I think that you could pick if, if not Lita um it's probably my second favorite of all time behind Trish Stratish so Great choice there. Um, so before we let you go, we kind of like to give the floor to our guests. So take the time, plug your social media. You know, where can we follow you? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Let us know of any upcoming bookings that we should be aware of. And if there's anything that we missed that you wanted to mention, feel free. My Instagram is PhantomX, and then my Facebook is PhantasmaX, and I accept pretty much anyone and I sometimes follow back on Instagram and Twitter so those are definitely my main social medias I don't use Facebook too much but at the moment I don't have any upcoming shows unfortunately but I'm always on social media all right well thank you again for being a part of this it was our pleasure having you um, we look forward to seeing your your career grow and like I said if you're ever on the east coast let us know and we will come out and give you our support thank you so much and thank you for having me our pleasure